11 o'clock it is. Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. The Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhawkBeefJerky.com. Of course, we always want you to get in on the conversation. 1-833-401-1440 is the text line to jump in. Connor at Sports 1440, as well as Brandon at Sports 1440. If you want to email us, that is .ca, and of course on social media, at Connor Halley, at B underscore A underscore D, 1727. Uh, lots to get to on the show today, and we only have an hour to do it, so we'll jump right into it. Uh, we'll take a brief hiatus from the Oilers game last night on the show. We'll talk about it just very quickly from a fantasy perspective. If you had Elias Pettersson, JT Miller, Quinn Hughes, Brock Besser, you had a good night. You, you probably... You're probably Thatcher Demko. Thatcher Demko, for sure. Veronic, you know, even to a lesser extent. I guess if you had McDavid or Drysdale or Bouchard, you got that power play point. So that that is something. But if you load it up on the Vancouver Canucks after one game, you are pretty thrilled for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, they'll get their shot at redemption on Saturday when the two teams meet down at the Ice District. The Oilers today, though, here in West Edmonton Mall, coming up at 6 o'clock for uh, autograph session. And I know a lot of people will be heading down. I did my mall walk already uh, down to grab my McDonald's coffee. And Connor McDavid gets the entire rink. The Ice Palace is covered up. And there's a <laughs> it sucks because there's a lot of uh, seniors that go for a skate in the morning. And they can't do that today because that's where Connor McDavid is. Everybody else has a table and... It's got a little, you know, a few people. Connor McDavid's line, when I walked by half an hour ago, probably 30 to 50 people deep. It's going to be the entire Ice Palace, and it's just him. Leon Dreisaitl also will have his own table. Uh, Derek Ryan and Evander Kane, I saw them. They're uh, kind of right above the food court to the east of Simons. Yeah, probably 10, 15 people. Dylan Holloway, Connor Brown, nobody there yet. So if you want to get those guys' autographs, you can head to the West Edmonton Mall. Uh, we are going to do a little giveaway today. We actually, oh, I see, I see, there's McJ, the jerseys everywhere. Oilers uh, taking over at Wim right now. Uh, if you head over to our studio, kind of right by Simon's and uh, Bubba Gump's, sandwiched in between there and take a selfie in front of our studio, we're going to hook people up with a little bit of a prize pack today. I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to try, grab a hat. We also have the Sports 1440 Bluetooth speaker, and we've got an abundance of rum butter bars in this building, so I might grab one of those because you're going to need a snack if you're sitting out there waiting multiple hours for autographs. So if you come by, uh, take a selfie in front of our studio. Make sure you post it. Tag us in it on social media at Sports1440, and uh, we'll hook a couple people up with a prize pack. That's what we're going to do today. Brandon, uh, Oilers game, I mean, you guys broke it down for a long time on the show obviously we got to touch on it just very quickly could do it from a fantasy perspective uh what did you make of the oilers game last night game one jitters or concerns i hesitate because i hate to be the guy to overreact like so many people do but as i said all of last season even after matthias ekholm came over it was better but the playoffs it reared its ugly head again the defensive structure of this team seems to be a recurring issue. And I know they said over the summer they were kind of changing things around. You would think that they had plenty of time to get it implemented throughout captain skates and training camp and preseason that it, and I I know there's going to be growing pains with it, but this isn't a young team. There's not a lot of like uh, fresh faces in the lineup. Uh, Dylan Holloway may be the exception, but 
Overall, I actually thought he was one of the better Oilers last night, mainly just because he was willing to block that shot. If nothing else, it showed a little effort. So I, I'm I'm not going to get too worked up. It's it's one game. It's nice they get an immediate chance at redemption come Saturday, um, and at home all the better. So with that in mind, I'm not going to put too much stock into it. It happens. Good teams have bad games. It just so happened the Oilers. Uh, this one came on the first night of the season. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think by the time it was four one five one, their give a dang level was kind of out the window, mm-hmm. and you know, took stupid penalties. I'm sure they'd be the first to admit that. And now they turn their attention to Saturday. Got to get it going, though. Home crowd's going to be raucous, and I'm sure they will find a way to get things going. Uh, also tonight, we do have the Thursday night football matchup. Uh, much anticipated AFC West battle. That's what we would have said last year at the start, at of, the the start season. of the season. And then it all kind of went downhill, and the Chiefs proved to be the class of that division once again. They're going to do so again this year. Uh, Broncos taking on the Chiefs. You'll be down at the Canadian Brew House Windermere location for this one, uh, qualifying two people for a chance to head out to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Also, a chance to go to the home opener of your Three choice. Three people. Three people. Three people to come or at the end of year. Yes. And, yes. Then, uh, and then one person, the chance to win tickets to a home opener of their choosing next season. Yes, that's pretty unbelievable. And they do it in a cool format, like dramatic, right? Oh, very dramatic. You got to head down to the Canadian Brewers to check that out with Brandon tonight. He'll be at Windermere, and uh, maybe he'll even buy you a beer. But uh, in this one, I mean, the Broncos probably lose this game. I don't know what the spread is, but from a fantasy perspective, Russell Wilson's been pretty good this year. Like, he hasn't been the reason, I don't think, for the Broncos' losses. Maybe Last week, maybe the exception. Yeah, but in a game where, you know... Potentially, we could see a bit of a shootout. I don't know if you're going to put any faith in any Broncos player specifically outside of Russell Wilson, but could you almost say the same about the Kansas City Chiefs outside of Patrick Mahomes? Like, Travis Kelsey's going to get his, but his receivers, running backs, I don't know. It, it's it's hit or miss week, week to week, so I don't know who the must-starts are in this game outside of the quarterbacks and Travis Kelsey. It's funny you say that because our first text of the day um, in, in terms of a fantasy respect uh comes in from a text with no name on it 12 team league wide receivers are limited so one of the options he's looking at is rushy rice in kansas city and we had blair kirkoff from the kansas city star on with us uh, on the kevin carey show this morning talking about it and and kirkoff is quite high on rice um Mm -hmm. maybe it might take some time to ramp up but he does anticipate by the end of the season he will be the most productive wide receiver um with the chiefs uh, and on that roster on a, a week-to-week basis. So I think he's a guy a lot of people maybe took some flyers on uh, out of their original drafts, and then after the first week or two dropped him, saying yeah, not much going on. But might be worth picking back up again. Uh, his other options he's looking at, uh, I assume, Jamison Williams with the Lions, Darnell Mooney, and then Curtis Samuel. Thanks, says the texter. Of those options, I like Jamison Williams. But uh, if I was going for a secondary choice, I do like Rashi Rice uh, tonight because I think this is going to be a clown show and a chance <laughs> to assert some dominance uh, against a divisional rival. The Chiefs have owned the Broncos uh, since Peyton Manning left Denver. So I don't think there's going to be any changes. And you ref- reference that I believe the line tonight is 10.5 points. So you're uh, taking KC to cover that, hey? I am. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, the Chiefs, they've just built a, an absolute powerhouse and the Denver Broncos. I don't know. I mean, hopefully we, we keep it close and it's an entertaining game. 
I know you you mentioned you've got a couple of buddies. One's a Chiefs fan, one's a Broncos fan. So they've both seen their team win Super Bowls in the last decade. That's kind of nice for them. Yeah, and my buddy is the Broncos fan, Denton. Um, he The Broncos have been so bad the last couple of years. Basically, by week four, he has uh, switched his fandom to a different team each any, each given week. Usually just whoever's playing the Chiefs just to antagonize our, our other friend. This uh, At this point, though, they usually have a bet between the two games that they play uh, against each other over the year, a total spread. I don't know what they set it at this year. It's usually not too much on the line, a case of beer or something like that, but it's not looking good for the Broncos because uh, now they obviously already moved on from one pass rusher uh, last week, um, Randy Gregory. Is that the wrong name? Nope, that was Randy Gregory. Randy yeah. Gregory. And now, uh, now Frank Clark looking like he's going to be uh, out the door in very short order as well. So their bad defense probably only going to get worse and uh, their offense still seems like it can't get anything going, despite the fact that Sean Payton was supposed to come in, snap his fingers, and and turn this whole Russell Wilson situation around. Yeah, Randy Gregory traded to the Niners. You know, that guy can get after the quarterback still. So Clark being out the door as well. Uh, I mean, man, when the Denver Broncos, like a couple times they've built really good teams, except for that key position. Peyton Manning falling into their lap was fantastic, won them a Super Bowl, uh, but... But since then, it's been tough for them to find that quarterback of the future. And, you know, they've brought guys in, spent a lot of money. Uh, I saw a graphic. It was the the Chargers had J.C. Jackson. The Broncos had Randy Gregory. And the Raiders had Chandler Jones. And all to stop Mahomes. And now they're all gone. And all those teams played a lot of money. So, yeah, if, if, if you give Patrick Mahomes time, he will carve you up. Uh, this text coming in from Walt. He just wants us to give a heads up to the fans. Uh Players are limited to one signature per person and autographs are only allowed on pictures provided by the team. Uh, he was going to bring his jersey, found out they won't allow it. So if you are coming down and you want to get your jersey signed, unfortunately, not the player's fault. Uh, looks like they're only going to be signing autographs for their pictures that are handed out. I mean, that's how it was when I used to go. Not a big deal, you know. It's a cool autograph to have. You get a chance to say hello to the players uh, if you are coming down for the autograph session. It gets going at 6 o'clock tonight, and uh, the lines are already getting big. So hurry down quick. Come take a selfie with us down to the 1440 studio. You could walk away with a smart speaker, maybe a hat. At some point, we're going to get the word to stop giving the hats away. But the word hasn't come yet. hasn't come yet, so uh, (laughs) we'll keep bumping out the hats. Uh, Barber from Peace River says, I have mostly Oilers. I have Hughes, but after last night's game, I went from 34th to 12th in the sports 1440 pool. Woohoo! I went all the way down to 20, 21st. I think I was atop I, the leaderboard. I have surpassed you. No, no. It do in no small part to the aforementioned Thatcher Demko. That's what you had, That's eh? my goaltender playing last night. And uh, Kale McCarr, Miko Ranton with a big night in uh, for Colorado as well. So I got to, I mean, everybody's going to have a ton of players in action tonight. So, uh, I mean, hey, if, uh, send us a text, one 1440 maybe some particular players, since the Oilers aren't in action tonight, some players that you've got in, whether it be fantasy hockey or more specifically our uh, fantasy frenzy hockey pool that you're keeping a close eye on tonight, hoping to have a big night and boost you up in the standings. I am currently in 19th. Oh, you got me by a little bit. Yeah. Hey, lots of hockey to be played. Lots of hockey <laughs> yeah, to be played. 81 games. <laughs> we got a long way to go. Uh, Danny Boy texting in, uh, is there a YouTube stream for this show? 
I had to tell him, though, people don't want to see us yet. No, no. Yet. Our star will grow. Uh, he says, thanks. Glad you're on the air. Hey, we're happy to be here. We appreciate the text. Uh, maintenance man bringing up Darnell Nurse. Maintenance man, send that to low tide. This is just for <laughs> fantasy today. We're going to take a little break. Uh, we don't want everyone stewing in the negativity of the Oilers after one game. I will say, though, if, if you're going to put so much stock into this game and be so upset about the Oilers, you have to think that the Vancouver Canucks are Stanley Cup champions. They certainly looked it last night. So if that sounds crazy to you, take a step back. Say, okay, it's one game. Let's see what happens on Saturday. If it continues to look this bad, then we got something. But uh, I think we're going to see a better performance coming up for the Edmonton Oilers on Saturday. Because you, you can't have it both ways. If Oilers are that bad in your mind, then the Canucks are that good. And they are a threat to be reckoned with. Uh, DK says, is Justin Fields a good play this week? I mean, for so long, <laughs> two weeks, we said <laughs> stay away from Justin Fields. Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings defense, leaky. They're at home. That I mean, puts it pretty generously. With it's, leaky or? Yeah, it's just bad. It yeah. is bad. I, I would say you can probably start Justin Fields this week and feel pretty happy about it. Because we thought he'd be good at the start of the season. Then we went to saying he can't play him. In the last couple of games, he's looked great. I think he's uh, tied for the league for passing touchdowns uh, through the this many weeks now, mainly basically exclusively from these past two games, uh, including that drubbing of the commanders uh, last Thursday night. So, yeah, the, the, this game looks to be like a shootout. The, the Bears and Vikings and the Vikings without Justin Jefferson, uh, popular names across the waiver wire, K.J. Osborne, Jordan Addison, um, even Brandon Powell, who I had to scoop up as kind of an emergency basis one, even just to fill out a body uh, here to fill in some buy spots. So, yeah, I, I like that game for the over this week, although I've said that about the past couple Vikings games, and they broke my heart last week with that uh, second-to-last drive against the Chiefs where they got absolutely cornholed by the referees. But that's uh, maybe a topic for another day. <laughs> Long way around of saying, uh, yes, DK, I agree with Connor. Justin Fields a good play. Yeah, I mean, just based off the Fantasy Pros statistics, they do great work, by the way. Uh, first couple weeks, first three weeks, 15 points, 16 points, 11 points. The last two weeks, 28.9 and 33. One was against the Broncos defense, so that that's one thing, and one was against Washington. In Washington, where he, you know, I, I still say some of those touchdowns were just bad defense by the commander's corners being a little too aggressive, but hey, he, he made it work. Uh, he ran for 57 yards. That was the second most since their loss against the Green Bay Packers where he had 59. If he's moving around in the pocket, extending plays, I, I think he can be a very dangerous threat. And uh, back to the guy we thought he was at the start of the year. Okay, we'll take a break right now. When we come back on the Frenzy, we will be joined by... Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life and contributor with DraftKings. Uh, we're going to talk a little daily fantasy. Uh, of course, that's uh, gained a lot of popularity in the last little while here, especially with the NHL getting going right now. We'll get uh, some of the thoughts from Jeff about who we think you could potentially start tonight. Uh, we'll ask him about the Edmonton Oilers. Can we expect a rebound on Saturday point-wise, especially from the Stars? I mean, one goal. Not, not going to win hockey games. It's not a, a one nothing league. Uh, that needs to be better. So we'll see who he thinks might be looking uh, pretty good on Saturday. And a whole lot more. You can send your text into one 401 It is Fantasy Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 
Welcome back to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, presented by Wilhock Beef Jerky. A little recommendation for you. If you are coming down to West Edmonton Mall for an uh, autograph from the Edmonton Oilers, you might only get one because the lines are absolutely wild, but you might be waiting in line for a little while. So uh, go check out Wilhock Beef Jerky and uh, grab a bag of jerky. Keep you going for the afternoon. You're going to get hungry. You'll get snacky, and uh, they've got some great stuff down there. Grab a little jerky, maybe some sausage, a tin of candy. You'll be set. You'll be good to go. Some pickled eggs? Yeah, you could do that too. I wouldn't, but... The the people in front of you in line might not care for that as much, but man, they are good. I mean, it's not my thing, so I I didn't bring it up, but I'm glad you did. Pickled eggs, also an option. Uh, Wilhock beef jerky. 1-833-401-1440 is the line if you want to get in on the conversation. Like I said, uh, we're talking football, we're talking hockey, and uh, even looking into some basketball guests next week. We might have to bring in Declan Kruger, big NBA guy, and uh, maybe he'll he'll throw some questions around uh, talking a little NBA fantasy because, hey, we're not just one fantasy sport. We're all sorts of things. We're leagues, we're daily fantasy sports, all sorts of things like that. So we got to bring in one of our favorites into the program right now. You can get his work at Matt Berry's Fantasy Life. And also on DraftKings, a contributor there. Follow him on Twitter at the Fantasy Grind. Jeff Ulrich joins us. He is our fantasy wizard brought to you by the Canadian Brewers. You can join Brandon and I there Mondays and Thursdays for Thursday Night Football, a chance to go to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Jeff, good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing really good. I uh, appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, we'll, we'll ask a couple questions here and then get it out of the way last night. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, not a great game, but uh, if you are playing daily fantasy sports and you loaded up on the Vancouver Canucks, it was pretty good. Uh, of the Canucks who who stood out to you last night, uh, who do you think is most likely to keep this up and, and you know, stay this uh, dynamic offensively? Uh, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, JT Miller is a guy who has to me, like been pretty steady since he's been uh, to the Canucks. His usage is really good. He's always on the power play. Um, you know, obviously he had the big night last night, uh, three assists and a goal. I mean, I, I don't see why Miller would necessarily be dropping off. I think that, you know, he's, he's a player who, as the Canucks go, he'll benefit. Like if the Canucks drop down and, and this was just a one game thing and um, they, they just become a bad team again, I think his production will go down. But if they're good, and their offense as a whole is good. I mean, Miller is is definitely a player. I mean, he'll keep it going. So, like I said, the opportunity is there for him. He's he's a pretty dynamic player. He's a bit more of a shoot-first guy um, you know, when he came in, I think. But, I mean, to me, like on the Canucks, he's, he's, I just like the role that he has. He's never He never gets bumped out of the top six. He's never off the first power play. Uh, just a really solid player there, like for fantasy. Obviously, Patterson – um, you know, the, the real upside is, is, is Elias Pedersen, but um, like to me, Miller is the guy who could just go a little bit under the radar there. So just to keep an eye on him, obviously, you know, the, the wingers there with um, with the Canucks going to be a lot more up and down. Uh, obviously, Bozer, four goals. I mean, like whatever. That's not going to continue. He's certainly going to have ups and downs and, and good nights. But uh, I think that Miller and, uh, and Elias Pedersen are, are the guys who are really going to be um, – you know, driving that Canucks train if uh, the offense is like a top five unit this year. Now on the flip side, I'm sure there was a lot of people that went heavy on the Oilers last night, Daily Fantasy. How could yep. you not? I mean, it's an expensive ticket, but uh, McDavid and Drysdale expectations were huge. They finished with a point each uh, on the power play, Bouchard as well. Uh, you think they're prime candidates to bounce back on Saturday night for those who want to get in on the action? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, look, it's 
you know, it's a one-game sample size. We see this all the time, especially in the NHL. Um, you know, a little bit weird things happen um, in, in the first few games, sometimes even the first five games. Um, you know, I think where you'd want to get worried about an offense would be two weeks into the season, I would say. that That's when, like, you can start pat- pressing the semi-panic button. But when we're talking about one game here with the Oilers, they were basically sleepwalking. Credit to the Canucks, they absolutely jumped out in front. They didn't allow the Oilers ever to get going because – even at 4-1, you're like, okay, well, this could easily be 4-4 in like five minutes because it's the Oilers, right? So um, we've got a rematch coming up. Um, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if the score was flipped on Saturday. So, yeah, it's definitely a good time to buy back into the Oilers. And I'm sure a lot of people will be thinking the same thing. But, um, you know, again, like for Daily Fantasy, if you want to get a little bit contrarian, you know, you could uh, you could leave out one of the top big guys. You could maybe target like a guy like Nugent Hopkins, uh, maybe Vander Kane as well. So, but yeah, I fully expect the others to bounce back. Again, we can't get too excited about uh, one-game samples, even though it's a pretty disappointing start for the others. Jeff Ulrich joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. He, of course, with Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life and contributor for DraftKings. Give him a follow on Twitter, at the Fantasy Grind. Uh, we got a text coming in here from QF Pro asking about Dylan Larkin, his first game of the season tonight. He's quite dependent on, uh, on Larkin here. Uh, Larkin finished last year just under a point a game, 32 goals, 47 assists. Looks like he'll be centering a line with Alex DeBrinkett and David Perron. Uh, what do you think of Dylan Larkin this year for daily and then, I guess, season-long as well? It's a pretty interesting spot. I mean, um, the Brinkett obviously is, is more of a shoot shoot first player. Um, so you wonder how that's going to work with Dylan Larkin, who himself, you, know, you wouldn't necessarily say, oh, he's he's the world's greatest playmaker or something. But at the same time, um, he's a pretty dynamic center. Like I, I really think Larkin has is one of those players who kind of goes under the radar. Not so much last year. I think people started to give him uh, just recognize him a little bit more, but because he's just been on a bad team most of his career. He's, he's a very, very good center. Um, and I think that, like, if as Detroit sort of comes up a little bit, you know, he's a player who I think could go for well over point per game at some point in his career. And it could be this year with, with the Brincat now. So uh, I think he's in a pretty good spot, like, for, for season long, for sure. Um, I don't necessarily like him in the first game against New Jersey just because it's New Jersey. But um, certainly, you know, I, I think it's a good litmus test right off the bat. I mean, if, if those two gel, if that top line gels for, for Detroit, it's going to be a good sign the rest of the year. So, I wouldn't be shocked if Larkin's um, goals goal total stay the same. Maybe you just see the Sith go up a little bit. And like I said, he finally becomes that sort of, um, you know, more than, over a point per game player. I think he definitely has it in him. Fantasy Frenzy on Sports 1440. Brandon Douglas, Connor Halley. Jeff Ulrich is our guest from DraftKings and Matt Berry's Fantasy Life. But Jeff, one of the biggest voodoo topics across the NHL season to season is goaltending. And looking at uh, maybe setting a daily fantasy lineup, are there any goalies that really have your eye tonight? If maybe you're looking to steer clear of some of the more expensive options, uh, like the Igor Shesterkin, UC Saros's, and I'm seeing uh, in front of me right now, even a guy like Elvis Merlikens, very uh, pricey uh, going into tonight's game against the Flyers, of course, probably a matchup-based one. But any other goalies that maybe have your eye as a bar bargain buy for tonight yeah that that is interesting actually you're right i mean merzlikens um you know 8100 on DraftKings. It, it's kind of a tough slate for goalies um I, I would probably be looking at seattle i don't think they've announced the starter yet i could be wrong about that no doesn't look like they have um grubauer only 7800 i'm not sure why seattle just seems to be undervalued a little bit tonight like i kind of like them for betting as well um you know obviously they're coming off the loss with playing nashville not really a matchup that's that's scary necessarily. I, I definitely think there's a little bit of shutout potential there too, playing a pretty, 
I'd say not great Nashville offense. Um, we'll see. So uh, I, I do like Seattle in that matchup. Um, I think that the other place you could look, this one definitely carries a little bit more risk. But, I mean, you know, looking at Florida, obviously, uh, Minnesota's really good at home. But at the same time, you know, I, I mean, the Panthers, you have to rate out as the better team there. If it does turn into a bit of a shootout, you know, if, if you're getting Bobrovsky there, it looks like he's going to start. It's a real roller coaster with him, especially in the regular season. Um, but Bobrovsky certainly has upside in that matchup. I'll, I'll say that. So I don't know if I necessarily touch the Buffalo goalies. You know, you mentioned the, the Columbus Philly matchup. I don't really hate the other side of it, like with Carter Hart. Not really a goalie I love, but he's going to face a lot of shots. And certainly um, Columbus, they, they have some, some good, you know, offensive stars, but they're not a very good team. So. I uh, could certainly come away with a win there for Carter Hart, uh, 7,400 on DraftKings. Moving over to the defenseman side of the spectrum, uh, this one not as much for daily-wise, but this one coming in from Smitty the Welder. Uh, Jake Sanderson and Owen Powers both with some big new contracts on their hands. Owen Powers just coming yesterday. He'll make his season debut tonight. But maybe in the season as a whole, which of those two names do you maybe look at as a better candidate for a big breakout season offensively? I mean, I... You know, with, with Owen Powers, like, being attached to, to Buffalo, I mean, it's a pretty good spot, right? I, I mean, you know, like, obviously, with their power play, it's they just have such high-end forwards. But um, on, on top of that, I mean, like, I, I look at Rasmus Dallin more as, as a sort of just a well-rounded defenseman. I'm not sure if he's ever going to, like, progress into, like, the, you know, like a, a – a Carlson or something like that, but, but power to me, I mean, you know, may be someone who once the season ends um, just could be taking over a little bit more power play time. I think he's always going to be second fiddle obviously there, but um, to me, he's, he's got a lot of upside just because of the offense that he's attached to. Uh, I expect Buffalo's offense to be really good again, potentially getting in a lot of shootouts with young goalies. So uh, Owen power to me would be uh, probably the, the preferred of those two. We're talking daily fantasy sports with Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life here on Sports 1440. It is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Uh, Jeff, we got another text coming in here from Calzone. He says, do we think that Connor Brown can be like Hyman last year in fantasy? Obviously, uh, maybe not the start they would have wanted for for that big free agent acquisition this offseason. But what do you think long term for Connor Brown? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like the Connor Brown um, acquisition by them. I mean, it's just sometimes these things just take time, right? Um, I think that, you know, with Connor Brown, it gives them that Zach Hyman element potentially um, up and down the lineup. And, and I do think, like, Brown, like, just from a style perspective, it seems like he would be a better fit with McDay. I think he's probably a bit better skater. Um, I think that he'll be able to keep up a little bit more. But it's just kind of a wait-and-see thing. So, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm on it. I mean, like, anytime you get a player playing alongside Connor McDavid, I think that it's worthy of – your time and investment doesn't mean it's going to work out necessarily. You know, he could just end up going back down to the third line. We see someone else go up there, but certainly the Oilers are going to give him a chance. I mean, this is a player they went out and got um, all things point to the fact that, you know, the, the audition for him in the top six is going to be a long one. Um, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but like it's from a cost opportunity. I mean, for fantasy, yeah, it's a player I would be patient with, you know, if you're in season long, I would try and go and get him after a bad game or something. And certainly for daily fantasy on DraftKings, I mean, it's just a player who I think the general public may just not know as much about and, and realize. So someone to stay on is probably going to you know, not have a super high ownership to start the year, but uh, could certainly see that progress if he starts to produce. 
Last one for me for you, Jeff. Uh, a couple more young defensemen that are looking like they're probably going to be getting some expanded roles this season and are some really good prices on them if you're looking to round out your daily fantasy lineup. Cam York in Philly and Kalen Addison in Minnesota. Guys that are probably going to be running the top power play units for their respective teams and uh, have a lot of uh, pedigree behind them as well. So what do you make of those two guys moving forward? I mean, York is, is in a great spot tonight. That's for sure. I mean, obviously playing, uh, playing the, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. So I, I think that, you know, the, the, um, the Philadelphia Flyers, I spoke called them the Eagles. Um, the, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers are one of those teams for, they're not going to be very good most likely, but like for fantasy, I mean, certainly going to offer some value. And, um, you know, when you get them in good matchups, I mean, York is, is just going to be a player who, I mean, he's just so cheap that I I think that especially at the beginning of the year, you're going to want to target him. I mean, you're going to want to take advantage. Um, You don't, you don't get necessarily guys who are going to be super involved with their power play at that price. Sometimes the teams are just so bad that it doesn't matter. Like we've had that with Anaheim in the past, but I think Philly is probably a little bit step above like a, like some of those bottom feeder teams. So yeah, I I definitely don't. um, I definitely like the spot for York. I mean, in terms of uh, uh, Middleton, I mean, it just always depends on, on Minnesota's usage. I mean, Spurgeon uh, obviously being um, out for the start of the season is, is potentially going to give him a really good opportunity there too. But I know they, they still have a few other names there on the back end who they could mix in. So uh, I think that Middleton, you know, if he gets the opportunity, probably has the higher end. But um, York, to me, is just – he's going to get the opportunity, I think, right off the bat. And um, – is probably going to be a little bit more reliable um, off at the start of the season. Jeff, thanks so much for doing this today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Anytime. There you go. That is Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life and contributor with DraftKings. Check him out on Twitter. The Fantasy Grind. Uh, love having Jeff on. Now it's presented by the Canadian Brew Host, sending you to the Super Bowl. You can join Brandon down at the Windermere location tonight. You'll see him. He's the guy snacking on some cauliflower wings. Uh, just covered in Frank's hot sauce. I might have to. There, <laughs> the feedback was too overwhelmingly <laughs> positive. Maybe I'll get myself a big plate of nachos um, to have. Like, no, that's what I know. What I love. Yeah. And then I'll get a little. Like, I don't know. Can I get a side order, a half order of these cauliflower wing substitutes? Just, I I feel like I have to try them at this point. And then if I don't like them, I can definitively say I don't like them. I just feel weird ordering them. Like, people well, the, would judge me. Like, will the server think less of me? <laughs> yeah, like, he's ordering cauliflower. <laughs> Maybe that's an outdated perspective. The cook in the back's, like, dusts off a bag. Well, <laughs> haven't used these in a while. <laughs> or maybe they are popular and people use them I don't know but uh, if you want to go for some wings some boneless saucy nugs some cauliflower bites whatever it might be the the, the menu there is extensive uh, you can join Brandon down at the Ellerslie location uh, we'll take a break when we come back we have figured it out uh, for our sports 1440 fantasy hockey pool uh, we ended up making twelve hundred and seventy five dollars that's one thousand two hundred and seventy five dollars in other terms and uh, we found out how we're going to distribute that so uh, we'll talk about that when we get back uh, also a couple of cool initiatives we got an event going on this weekend where you can hang out with some of the members of the sports 1440 team and potentially win a hat uh, we'll let you know all about that and more and we'll take your questions regarding fantasy sports one 401 is the text line it's Hallie and douglas fantasy frenzy brought to you by wilhawk beef jerky 
11.40, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here on Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Locations in Spruce Grove, Lodiuke, and right here in West Edmonton Mall. If you are hanging out at the mall today, go grab some. It'll help you get through the six-hour, 20-minute wait, plus the time it gets you to get to the front of the line. you got a long road ahead of you, so come to the mall, grab some jerky, maybe take a selfie in front of uh, our studio, grab a pic. You could win a... Branded Sports 1440 smart speaker? Is that, is, that a, is that Bluetooth speaker? Bluetooth? Yeah, Bluetooth. Bluetooth speaker. You can't speak to it. A branded really threw me off. I was like, logoed? Yeah, branded. That, I think that's branded the right is the expression. One, yeah. and, and I will say, like I we got one the first round of them that came through. It was yeah. uh, very kind of our good buddy, Marty Stevens, to give one to myself and Connor. And I use it uh, every morning. When I'm having my uh, my shower, I throw on the the morning mix or the news or whatever I'm kind of needing to catch up on. Yeah, and uh, it's terrific. S- small, compact, and best of all, sports fourteen forty right on the top of it. It's really nice. It is really nice. So uh, if you want to drop by, take a picture, little little giveaway we're going to do, and we'll even deliver it because you got to get your spot in line, and uh, we don't. So uh, we'll bring it to you potentially around six o'clock, or if you do it quickly. Uh, we could even do that in our little mall walk that we do after the show. One eight three three four zero one fourteen forty is the text line if you want to send some com- or some text into the show. Some questions you might have, we'll get to those in a second. We got a couple with no names. Uh, I did mention it though as we went to break. So uh, we we raised one thousand two hundred seventy five dollars uh, for the hockey pool that we are doing. So big thank you to everyone that got in on that and donated. We divvied it up. So we're going to be giving $900 to Gregor's grads. That will get three kids new suits so they can wear to their high school graduation. And then they get to keep those suits for life, you know? So if they've got job interviews, whatever it might be, weddings, anything they need to dress up for, they've got a suit for. A really great charity. Uh, if you want to get in on that, you can always text in. We can let you know how you do so. Uh, but it's about $300 per suit. So we've got $900 going to Gregor's grads uh, for that one. Uh, another charity thing we've got going on right now in the station is October. Uh, it's for Operation Friendship Senior Society. The goal is to collect 10,000 pairs of new warm winter socks for low-income and homeless seniors. Uh, if you want to drop off some for uh, right now, you know, you can do so at the Sports 1440 studio. we got the lobby there. Uh, there's a big box and you can just go drop them in. We're going to put $100 towards that as well. So we're going to go buy $100 worth of socks and uh, put that in the box there. If you want to donate, like I said, you can come by the West Edmonton Mall or head to sports1440.ca for more info and other drop-off locations, helping out a great charity in Operation Friendship Senior Society. Also, for the winner, uh, we will be giving $150. Second place will get... Fifty dollars, and we're also going to be having a, a Wilhawk beef jerky gift cards as well. So the winner will get fifty bucks there, and the second place winner will get twenty five. So uh, yeah, that on top of the two hundred dollar gift card to the Canadian Brew House and dinner for twenty. Uh, big shout out to Patty and the crew at the Canadian Brew House. They're going to provide uh, past dinner for twenty people and a two hundred dollar gift card. So uh, hey, that could be a few dangles for the group, and uh, you could be the most popular person amongst your friend group or family, work staff, whoever you want to take. It's going to be a real good time. So that's to the people who are taking part in our 1440 Fantasy Frenzy Hockey Pool. Also, uh, this Saturday night, Brandon, are you are you heading out to the Century Casino? 
I am Connor. Atta boy. I love the casino, and what better thing to pair it with than the Oilers' home opener? I, there's no chance I'd be sniffing going to the game between getting in and out of downtown, the late night, um, Grant, and early Sunday morning to watch uh, football. Not that early. Is there a European game this week? Not this week, I don't think. No, I think you're right. So not as early, but either way, I need my beauty sleep, so I'm not going to the game. Instead, I can go watch it at the uh, Century Casino sports bar there and then uh, just scoot my way on home uh, instead of having to battle through that downtown traffic. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Game gets going at 8, obviously, rematch. You know, the Oilers are going to be motivated. Uh, Carius is going to be hosting. It is located 13103 Fort Road, Century Casino Sports Bar at the Century Casino. This Saturday, like I said, 8 o'clock start. Uh, there's going to be prizes on site, the Edmonton Zamboni Cooler, and I think Brandon uh, will sneak out of here Friday with a couple extra hats that he might be able to, you know, I would say this, wear a jersey so Brandon knows that you want that hat and he'll track you down. I want to know that you're there. And I mean, hey, if it's an Oilers jersey, that's great. I'm sure there's no shortage of Canucks fans living here in the city as well, whether they're transplants from the West Coast or uh, you grew up uh, loving a certain player, whatever the case. Just uh, any indication that you're there to watch the game with us on Saturday. And I'd be happy to get you one of these slick hats. And the best part about the... uh, the color scheme of them, they're not uh, restricted to a specific team. Blue and white, that could be Canucks or the Oilers. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very Oilers colors. <laughs> Jeez, Connor. Close. Yeah. Close, but not quite. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, you could, you could spin that. The white one pops. I love it. But everyone, because uh, we are doing that contest on all our social medias, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, very simply, you just got to go follow us tag someone and tell us which color you like i would say it's like 90 percent blue some people like the white but a lot of people loving the blue hats i got a blue one it's slick i'm just nervous about getting a white one dirty understandable but i do love the blue that royal blue is so sharp i got the uh same thing for my wife she's like you're gonna get that so dirty and i said yeah i'm gonna do my best to avoid that okay let's get into some questions here it is fantasy frenzy 1-833-401-1440 looking at the nfl tonight no name gotta get your name in here buddy uh do you give the 10.5 to kc tonight uh that's talking about the spread obviously 10 and a half point favorites I think so. I mean, it's in Kansas City. I think that could be the uh, the big one that just gives the Chiefs that advantage. Ten points is a lot in the NFL. I mean, last week the Commanders were eight and a half point favorites, I believe, or seven and a half against the Bears, and the Bears came out and whooped them. So, I mean, you factor that in. Just looking at the Broncos this year, lost by one point to the Raiders, two points to the Commanders, ten points to the Jets. 50 points to the Dolphins and their uh, their pass rush has, you know, gotten worse. I think I think the Chiefs cover the spread there. I think this could be a potential statement game for Kansas City. Uh, I, I have them winning by two touchdowns because I, I think I, I don't think there's a any goodwill between those two teams. They're, they're longtime rivals in the AFC West. So I, I think the Chiefs come out and and beat them by double digits and cover the spread. What do you think, Brandon? I agree wholeheartedly. I think I might be throwing a little uh, little two-leg parlay down. The total set Mm. at 47. I think I like the over there. Chiefs might hit it all on their own. 
against this bad Broncos defense. So, uh, yeah, I'm loving them to cover. I love the over, but I rarely love the under, so that might not necessarily <laughs> be saying much. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I'm going to be on tonight. Uh, and, of course, I will be at the Canadian Brewhouse Windermere. So if uh, you're going to come on by, don't be, uh, don't be afraid to stop in at my booth and say hello, even if I maybe look like I'm really focused on the game. Believe me, I am. I always got time to, to chat, and whether it be about your fantasy lineup, about what bet you got on the game, I'd be happy to uh, buy you a cold beverage and, and chat about whatever. Come and see me. Uh, Titans-Ravens playing in London this week. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Just looked that oh, one up. Really? And, I and uh, think we got a Sco- text in. Scoots the Rig texted that in as well. Thank you, Scoots. There you go. Two teams uh, I don't particularly like watching outside of Lamar <laughs> Jackson. So, yeah, there you go. Texan, or Titans-Ravens, uh, 7.30 a.m. You know, it's not great for my sleep schedule, but I will say getting up at 7.30 on Sundays rather than like 10 where I like to sleep in usually, I, I fall asleep quicker on Sunday nights. So there is a benefit there. It's a long day of football. I love it. I love the fact that, uh, like I said, I can go to bed at whatever time on Saturday and then just crawl out. And even if I do sleep in a little bit, I know that as soon as I get up, the football is already on. And then it's, it is nonstop for well over 12 hours straight because the games just roll into each other perfectly all the way from that uh, UK game into the, the Sunday nighter. So I love it. I, uh, I'm glad that there's more of them like there's one every week or I think there's like five total this year between the Germany games and these England games so I'm a I'm a big big proponent of the NFL expanding overseas maybe not necessarily with actual teams but <laughs> expanding their reach overseas I should say the crowds at these games are phenomenal and <laughs> like in Germany it's oh, yeah. like I would I would love to go see a game there and then like maybe stick around for a, for a Bayern Munich game or something like that uh, St. Albert Kevin I'd love if you guys were at Century St. Albert location well hey that could happen I mean I, I'm not exactly sure I mean I it's not my decision but hey if, if there's another opportunity to come up to St. Albert I can't this week I'm heading to Jasper we booked this a long time ago actually before 1440 was even created so uh, there is no way to plan for this uh, but yeah if, if we do another one out at the St. Albert location I'll be there I'll be there wearing a Oilers jersey a Mark Messier beer stain jersey supporting on the team, but we'll see. We'll see how this one goes. We got to show up. We got to have a good turnout tonight, or sorry, Saturday down at the Century Casino, uh, northeast side of Edmonton. Should be a great time. And what do you what do you call the slots? The Dingers. The Dingers. You're going to be hitting the Dingers, I'm sure. And the Dingers. It's more a term for like VLTs, which of course oh. there are <laughs> there are usually inside casinos. There's some VLT banks too, but that expression coming from my uh, my backwoods background um as there's often vlts in you know small town bars uh, and things like that and it's yeah you just pop in go hit the dingers for a little bit play a few games of pool and uh, hopefully the dingers treat you good enough you can pay your enough to cover your tab at the end of the night and that's all you can really hope for but uh, but yeah the dinger it's an overarching term i think slots can be included as well graham says good morning uh, who do you think is a better bet to take a flyer on the waiver wire pickup druin connor brown or jarvis some typos in here that are hilarious, but I won't say them. <laughs> emphasis mostly on points with a small emphasis on hits, shots, <laughs> not what you said, shots and blocks. Keep up the great work. Uh, Brandon, we'll let you handle this one. Yeah. Good question, Graham. Very good question. Uh, so Connor Brown, uh, if you're looking just for like a waiver wire pickup for a short term basis or something, uh, I think Connor Brown, um, looks good. I mean, he, he's going to be, we heard it from Jeff. He's playing with the best players on the best offense. 
um, in the NHL. I'm really intrigued by Seth Jarvis. He had a great rookie season last year. Looks to build on it. Carolina. Carolina's tough to gauge fantasy-wise because their roster, their third line could be their first line, their fourth line could be their second line, and you could basically switch them around any which way uh, just to how they deploy their players on a nightly basis. So Jarvis would really depend on who he's playing with night to night. But Jonathan Druin, I am so curious. Here we go. I have uh, intrigue and curiosity on the same question. How can can he rekindle this uh, chemistry with his former junior teammate, Nathan McKinnon? We're asking the same question here in Edmonton about Connor Brown with McDavid and out in uh, Toronto with uh, Ty Do- or Ty- Max Domi and uh, Mitch Marner, although I'm not sure they're going to play together a ton. But Druin might be the biggest wild card here but could also have the biggest upside as a result. Connor Brown, I think, upside is somewhat limited despite who his running mates are going to be just because of his skill set. Druin's skill set is bigger than Connor Brown's. I don't think there's any denying that. Um, to give you one answer, waiver wire pickup, I'll go Connor Brown for the time being, just for the time being. But I, I, do, I am really intrigued and curious about Jonathan Druin. Great answer. Okay, we've got uh, a couple texts coming in here. I uh, want to get to them very quickly. Just want to check and let you know what's coming up with Carius or not Carius. That's tomorrow. That's your problem. You'll figure that one out. Uh, today on the Lowdown with Low Tide, they'll be joined by, of course, Bagged Milk. That will be at 1 o'clock. And then Sean Keeler from the Denver Post talking about the Broncos and Chiefs game. Uh, maybe give you a little more insight into the game tonight and what you think about that spread. Ten and a half points. Um Today on the Jason Greger Show, Terry Ryan makes his return. He'll be co-hosting from 3 till 5. We'll also have Robin Brownlee. Uh, Lance Lazowski will join us. He covers the Buffalo Sabres for the Buffalo News. Mark Spector, Colin Livingston, and uh, just working on locking down a few more guests as well. We'll talk about the Thursday nighter and uh, go inside the community. Hopefully talk to a little Spruce Grove Saints as uh, they continue on their season tomorrow, taking on Bonneville. Uh, not Blake says, oh, I sent him the wrong text. My bad. Meant for someone else. Uh, St. Brown, Judy for Sutton, Devontae Smith, and my second. Haven't heard back from the guy since I texted him. Am I out to lunch? So St. Brown and Judy for Sutton, D. Smith, and my second. Two Broncos receivers swapping. They're kind of a who knows. Uh, I take St. Brown over D. Smith personally. The second sweetens it, but if I'm in win-now mode, I don't know if I'm making that deal. Uh, this is a dynasty league, I know, because um, <laughs> this is... Is this straight this, to you? This, this is, uh, despite being signed not Blake, um, yeah, sorry, Blake, we already have the uh, the contact saved into the system. So uh, the the second-round pick is a dynasty second-round pick. That, that has value. Uh, it's a 12-team league, three rounds uh, of drafting rookies every fall. Man, this is a tough one. The The fact that the second-round pick gets thrown in, I, I think I like the the St. Brown and Judy side of it just for youth, if nothing else, over the Cortland Sutton uh, option on the Denver offense. And, I mean, who knows if either of those guys are going to be with the Broncos much longer, both uh, part of some trade rumors moving forward. So, Blake, I'm gonna, I am gonna. I can't remember who this trade offer would be towards in within our league, but I'm going to go check and maybe text them and say, hey, yeah, take this trade from Blake because he's giving you a really good deal. A uh, very funny situation here. Uh, we had Scoots the Rig say, can you please drop one of those names? I'm Scoots or the Rig, but not both. 
and I had deleted the rig and you deleted scoots. Now he's nobody. Now he's a nobody, but he is the rig. So that's what we're going to go for here going out to low tide in the studio now. So that means we're probably about to wrap up a big thank you to Jeff Ulrich for hopping on the show today. Of course, you can get his work at the fantasy grind and Matthew Barry's fantasy Life tomorrow on the show. Now, we'll take your questions regarding the NHL, of course, but we will be talking NFL as well. We are uh, going to be joined by Jim Coventry from Rotowire and Sirius XM. Uh, like I said, we'll take your texts as well on the show. Big thank you to everyone who tuned in. Uh, if you want to head down to the Canadian Brew House, you can watch with Brandon, Windermere location, Broncos and Chiefs, and uh, maybe he'll order you some cauliflower bites as well. Before we go, though, let's get to a Sports 1440 update brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky, locations in Leduc's, Bruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhockBeefJerky.com. Here is Brandon Douglas.